Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. And I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair, Peter Mulryan. He's the founder and CEO of Blackwater Distillery. Peter, you're very welcome to the programme. Thank you very much. It's more an executive stool today. There you go, yeah, but um, we, we, we have to adapt to our surroundings here in this beautiful building, and what a beautiful building it actually is. Isn't it? Peter, you, um, I said to you earlier, what a long, strange mm-hmm. trip it's been for you. Um, you now are in the uh, distillery business, but you've had an interesting route uh, to getting there. Tell us a little bit about you. And your, and, and your journey. Yeah, I mean, basically, I started off uh, wanting to be an astronaut, as most kids in the 70s wanted to be astronauts, but uh, I'm, I'm rubbish at physics and I can't stand heights. So uh, <laughs> I decided I'd work in, in television and radio. So I went, uh, I went uh, working in RTE. I was a presenter, continuity announcer, and then they wouldn't give me a job as a TV producer. So I, I did, as many people did, I went to, to London and I worked for Channel 4 and I ended up in the BBC as a series producer. And then I came back and I worked in RTE, uh, making a lot of food shows with right. people like Paul Flynn, who was on earlier, and Catherine Fulvio, and many of the chefs you'd see on TV. And then uh, I kind of felt TV was going a bit funny about nine, ten years ago. You kind of feel the pressures we're feeling now with, 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 uh, with Netflix and with streaming and with money pressures. And I thought, you know what, I'm young enough... To, yeah. do, to do one more crazy adventure. Fair play to you. And, and uh, here I am. And how that, that idea then for the Blackwater Distillery, was that something that was, you know, with you in the back of your head yeah. for a long time maybe? It was. It was and it was fair. a route out of what you were doing? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, st- I was making a lot of food and drink shows in the BBC as well. And um, I got into wine and spirits. And I remember working in Scotland and thinking there's such a culture here for whiskey. This is in the 90s, and we didn't have that culture in Ireland. No one in Ireland knew about Irish whiskey. So I thought, well, I'll do something about it. So I wrote a book, which um, I saw remaindered six years later in the airport. And then I wrote another book. And then the last book I wrote, it's on, I think it's on the sixth edition now. So that's how much things have changed in like just 15, 20 years. There's a huge whiskey culture now. And it was always in the back of my head, yeah, to to get involved more. And if we look at the sort of whiskey industry now, you know, we we were down to three distilleries effectively. We were down to to two on the island, both Uh, owned by one company. Correct. And then I'm right in saying the figure is north of 30 now. Oh, it's north of 40. It's a a lot. So, and when I, and again, just looking at that holistically, if we look at the capital expenditure involved, (laughs) uh, it's a big sum. Uh, You look at the maturation process, the time it takes to get your money mm. back. So, I, I, and again, not to be negative, but I would suggest that of these 40 all uh, distilleries, not all of them will be able to survive. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, there's two kinds of distilleries. There's the, there's the top down, which is the multinational lots of money, and there's bottom up, which people like us, and there's other small producers who, who basically don't have any multinational money, and we're just trying to grow organically. So you've got two different streams. I think the multinationals are always going to be fine because that's what they do. It's, it's the smaller producers. Uh, I think you're going to see some attrition. We make a lot of our cash from white spirits because yeah. you can make gin and vodka and sell it tomorrow. And again, I wanted to ask you about yeah. that because everybody effectively is in maybe the white spirit business. Yeah. And then it's a time thing as to whether it's gin, vodka mm. or whiskey. Yeah. And I suppose cash flow must also be a challenge. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, when you're looking at a, a process that takes so long. That it, it, true. If you think about it, you, you make you make whiskey today, okay? 
it goes in a barrel and gets locked in a warehouse for at least three years. Yeah. You can't touch it. It's in a revenue warehouse. And in that three years, it's evaporating. <laughs> And you're getting less and less alcohol because the alcohol is going. So, it, 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 yeah, it's a bonkers business. If you can hang on three, four, five years, and we're now making whiskey since 2018, and we're about to release our, our real our first whiskey in September, then that makes sense. And what happens then is the company sort of segues from being a white spirits company to being a, a whiskey company, so doing white spirits. But it, yeah, it's a basically you you hang on, and that's if, that's. Yeah. Ultimately, the end game to get to that place. Yeah, but if we're an SME. I mean, we're like any SME in the country, and we feel the same pressures they do. I mean, distilling is basically just boiling vast pots of beer to make whiskey. That, yeah. That's a very energy, energy intensive process. So, yeah, things have been uh, tight over the past year. Finally, can I ask you about uh, whiskey, Irish whiskey on yeah. the world stage? Yeah. Um, you know, we hear great stories about certain brands. Yeah. What drives that? Um, you know, the the export of thousands and thousands of cases, somebody told me, can be decide, decided on a whim of a cocktail in New York that, that, yeah. that specifies an Irish whiskey. It's, and all of a sudden, yeah. you go gangbusters. Yeah, it's as simple as that, really. I mean, whiskey is a commodity. Irish whiskey, though, isn't it? It's its own GI. So that means that you can only make Irish whiskey in Ireland, not in America, for example. So that kind of means that there's a safety together as an industry. And to be fair, the industry is full of really good, very interesting people. You don't get into this business if you are if you're shy, for example, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're certainly not that. So tell me again. I want to know this product yeah. that you have coming out in September. We're, we're launching Blackwater Whiskey. Uh, it's the dirt grain project. It's Irish grains making Irish whiskies that haven't been made in in a couple of hundred years. So we're we're kind of turning the clock back to how whiskey used to taste. And it's going and to be have very got, interesting. Have you got significant uh, volume of production? If only I had. No, so, we haven't. We're, we're an SME, so we have small amounts, but we'd like to sort of grow and scale. And that's about building a brand. That, again, takes more time. And that allows you, I suppose, the success. But I suppose it probably is where, where demand exceeds supply. Yeah, at the moment, you're right, it does. And that's a really healthy place to be. But then, of course, as any SME will tell you, our cost base is a lot higher than, say, a multinational. So you do this balancing act about, you know, what does the market want and what can you supply? So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes in September. All right. Well, listen, you're a breath of fresh air, uh, a man who's lived a life. Uh, Peter Mulrine there, founder and, and CEO of the Blackwater Distillery. Give him a round of applause. Thank you. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.